The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Busts. Woo, had a little uh, frog in the throat there, but look at this magical, wonderful panoramic vista that we have to start out the day. Panoramic and creepertastic <laughs> out there. Neat. I should do this for all of my hidey holes, but then again, they would all need to be on the side of mountains. I could call them sidey holes. Hey! <laughs> But anyway, welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 554 of the series as we continue walking uh, east-west. West in Minecraft beta 1.7.3 to those Farlands and raising money for Child's Play charity at farlandsbust.com. Today... Thursday, January 21st, 2016, we are at $21,417.50. That's a whole $200 up from the last episode, so I do appreciate the continued donations coming in. Roll down in at farlandsbus.com, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, and helping to keep uh, keep the journey ongoing, and the journey uh, is, is in and of itself uh, doing something more important than than simply the journey itself. It is above and beyond our simple little journey, our little existence here. It is it is about more and more. Uh, Wolfie, could you... would you mind? Alright, well I was gonna go up there, but I guess I'll go up here. Whoops. Can I make this jump? Yes. Alright. So yeah. Continuing west. How are my boots doing? My boots are doing alright. I made these on episode 500, and uh, they're down a quarter, it seems. Down a quarter oil. No, down a quarter uh, durability. Might need some new pantalones soon. Pantalones indeed. Um, but yeah, did I do all the... I think I did all the gist. That might have been the quickest gist I've ever... Uh, uh, I'm not gonna... Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> it almost sounded like another word, but I'll not go there. Uh, the quickest intro I've ever done. So let's talk about it and extend it a little bit further. Uh, but no, yeah. Farlinesofbus.com. Donate to Child's Play Charity. So... Got some space news to start off this episode, and some some not even related to spaceflight or SpaceX or, or realistically even NASA news. This is literal news about space and things in outer space nearby, in, in in the neighborhood, in the solar system space. But apparently, and I'm sure you've seen the headlines this morning, that a ninth planet has been found. We're not talking about Pluto. Pluto was the ninth planet until it was reclassified as a dwarf planet. And now there are technically eight planets. Mercury through Neptune. But apparently a ninth planet has been found. And there's a bunch of, of course, very clickbaity, very uh, overdramatic headlines and articles being written about it. But it is true, it is true that there is a potential 
ninth planet found way out there near the what is what is considered the edge of the solar system out there in the Kuiper belt it is it, it, it here, let me just first say it hasn't been directly found there are no images of it we have not visually uh imaged it uh we have not seen any you know a, a dark planet a mass a shadow occulting any stars in the background uh, it has not been visually seen or even you know like with with any other non-visual direct observations direct observations that was the terminology i was looking for there have been no direct observations of this potential possible ninth planet it has been calculated calculated based on the observations of 13 known kuiper belt objects about pluto size or smaller these icy bodies out there past the orbit of Pluto that have very strange, wide, and ecliptic uh, orbits around the Sun. Based on the orbits, the locations, the arrangement of these 13 other objects, they could... uh, Ooh, look at that. It's like a thing. (laughs) I mean, it's like a... This could be a big mountain, but it's been eroded all underneath there. Neat. Let's go check that out. Uh, But yeah, it's been calculated, basically. Whoa! Alright, that's one way to get down there pretty quick. Uh, it's been calculated based on these 13 objects, their orbits, the the fact that they're kind of all similar, they're like in their same spots in their orbits. Uh, it's been theorized that it's been caused by, there must be another larger singular mass in this other orbit outside the Kuiper Belt. Kuiper Belt? Coupier Belt? Coupier belt. It is kind of a French word, isn't it? Um, and, and this is is estimated to be this ninth planet. And they're not calling it a dwarf planet because, uh, based on the calculations, it has to be between the size or mass, excuse me, size notwithstanding, mass of Earth and Neptune. So that's a wide range, smaller than Saturn and Jupiter, obviously, but between the size of Earth and Neptune, somewhere out there in the deep stretches of our solar system, this ninth planet could exist. Uh, so that's interesting. And this is the way we've discovered other other planets. This is actually how we discovered Neptune. Nobody actually directly saw Neptune, uh, and it was actually uh, just calculated based on the orbits of the other planets that there must be something out there, and, and this must be where it is. And then uh, they, they pointed telescopes at it, and bink, sure enough, there's Neptune. I think Neptune. Either Neptune or Uranus, one of the two. But uh, but yeah, this, this is a way that planets have been discovered before. And this is actually... The, the paper has been published. The lead scientist is Mike Brown, uh, who's actually... I've been following for a while on Twitter. Uh, he's actually... This is his area of expertise, these dwarf planets, these Kuiper Belt uh, objects. Kuiper? I think it's Kuiper. Kuiper Belt objects. Um, he actually discovered Eris. E-R-I-S. Which is out there in the Kuiper Belt. And it's larger than Pluto. And the discovery of Eris... You know, we're saying, okay, well, back then Pluto was a planet. Okay, we just discovered this other thing that's actually much larger than Pluto that's out there. Should that be a planet? Should that be the tenth planet? Uh, and it's actually the discovery of Eris and similar, similar. I was going to get a picture of this thing, but it, it, that mountain's in the way. 
similar objects that, that decided, well, wait a minute, we should maybe reclassify these things as dwarf planets, and then Pluto got reclassified as a dwarf planet. So he's taken on uh, rather sarcastically the, the role of the guy who killed Pluto as a planet uh, because he found Eris. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this this is no, like, rando scientist or anything like that. This is his area of expertise. And uh, he estimates that, uh, uh, like I said, we, we've we not had any direct observations of this potential ninth planet out there. But he, he suspects, you know, they're already starting to, you know, they know where it should be in its orbit. Uh, but space is very large, so <laughs> it takes a while to look. And even if it is between Earth and Neptunian size, uh, it uh, it's still pretty difficult to see way out there at that distance. But, yeah, he, he thinks, you know, if we point all the telescopes, we've already got telescopes in Hawaii, the really big telescopes looking for it, and, and you know, doing little surveys and whatever time that they have free on those telescopes, uh, he estimates that we should be able to observe it directly within the next five years. So science is, is kind of a, you know, slow thing. Wow, look at this! Sorry, um, this is some interesting terrain we've happened upon. <laughs> I don't, this might be even the first time in Minecraft myself, certainly the first time in, in Farlands Bust, we've seen a floating island suspended by the water upon which it flows out of it. <laughs> Explain this, physics! You dang scientists! Magnets, how do they work? Neat. Well, I thought that other thing was gonna be my thumbnail, but I have a, I have a feeling we just found a new one. Alright, uh... Ooh, as the sun sets behind it! Quick, Wolvie, quick! Come over here! Quick! Maybe I should sit you down right in front of the... Come on, quickly! The sun, the sun, the sun! Picture time! Boop! Alright, very good. Jolly good, jolly good! Oh, 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 it's perfect, it's perfect! Uh, F1, F2... Oh, I, I have no vertical space! My camera skills are not all that they can be. Wolfie! Wolfie! Hey, over here! Yeah, you! Ah, oh, he's looking at the sunset, I guess. Ah, oh, dang. Here we go. Oh, that's actually even worse. <laughs> Alright, well, well, we'll choose amongst those, but this is neat. This is very neat, actually. I mean, it's just, it creates a very interesting effect. <laughs> uh, I'm easily amused. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make the elevated hidey hole right underneath it. Uh, not right underneath it. That actually might spoil the view. Uh, let's let's do it right in line with the sun. There we go. Whoops. So yeah, that's 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 exciting stuff. Uh, certainly, you know, and this this isn't Planet X. It's not going to intersect with the Earth and cause. 2012 Armageddon or anything like that. This is well outside the orbits of, of both Pluto and Neptune, so there's no... no it has zero effects uh, on, on Earth or our own lives, but uh, interesting stuff to, to keep out uh, an eye out for in the next uh, couple of years to see if, uh, you know, it could be confirmed or, or perhaps it can be uh, misproven. Perhaps it can be explained some other way. Uh, let's go to sleep. <laughs> And a floating islandness. Oh, there's a pig up there. <laughs> there's a pig up there. How did you get up there, pig? Is that a pig or is that like a creeper or something spawned up there? Yeah, there's a pig. Oh, oh, get out of here, you screw. Get out. Yeah, that's right. You better bounce off my arrows. 
<laughs> I like that pig. That pig's got some style. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh man, these creepers are actually gonna kind of ruin my day. They're gonna ruin my day. Leave, leave the land as we left it, or found it, or whatever. Leave, leave the land as you left it. <laughs> this is great. I like this. <laughs> I like it a lot. All right, ooh. all right, careful, Wolfie. Hello, my friend. Oh, we gotta get a picture of the pig. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> a little bit of a. What's that called? When you jump in front of somebody's picture? There's a internet web 2.0 term for it. A photobomb. Photobomb is what that's called. <laughs> I might have to use that one. Neat. I liked that a lot. That was that was some some interesting. Minecraft beta 1.7.3 terrain generation. Even stuff like this. You don't get many little tiny likes like this in the current versions of the game. I should stop. <laughs> I should really stop like criticizing the new versions of the game. It's not really what this series is about. We're simply nostalgic, that's all. Simply nostalgic for simpler times. You know, it's kind of interesting. Hello, <laughs> again. Uh, I mentioned a couple episodes ago. Actually, maybe even next, last month. But our, our previous liaison between uh, Farlands Bust and Child's Play Charity, uh, Jamie, uh, who uh, goes by Calamity Jamie all over the internet, uh, recently left that position uh, and is going to be starting new new ventures and whatnot. Uh, but in in the meantime, she's been live streaming more, and she's actually been live streaming Minecraft. But she hasn't played Minecraft. This is the first time she's played Minecraft since like this version beta. Uh, she says the last time she played Minecraft, she didn't even think there was armor, uh, which is possible. There were those early that must have been like beta or even alpha in the alpha versions uh, when she played. So it's really interesting. Uh, she usually streams late at night when I'm like editing and stuff, so it's cool to have on in the background while I'm editing. Uh, it's just, it, it's kind of, it is kind of a nostalgic way to watch somebody play Minecraft as if it's the first time. Like, she encountered a witch for the first time and had no idea what it was. And as somebody who's been playing continually for the past five, six years, you kind of, you look back at, like, the first time you encounter a creeper or the first time you make another portal and are all nervous about stepping through uh, or the first time you dig your endless tunnel connecting your two bases, or, or the first time you die and you lose your base that you just spent all the time. And this was before uh, maps and compasses, so you have no idea how to get back. Uh, or or even, even just the first time, you know, if you go back and watch... Maybe I should do that, get a little bit re-inspired. Watch uh, X's adventures in Minecraft. Uh, you know, the first time he's playing, holding, holding up for the first night trying to figure out... Well, they just added bow and arrow to the game. I think you gotta dig this gravel stuff to get flint, but it's not giving me any flint. You know, all that stuff is just a little bit... The first time he found a spawner, it was an underwater spawner, I believe. He heard a bunch of spiders. He's like, oh, I've heard about these things. These spawner dungeons, they have chests with loot in them. And and, and uh, little spawners that just keep spawning bad guys without it being light, you know, dark or, or you know, whatever, nighttime. So... There's there's a little bit of nostalgia there, so I was just I felt a little bit of that watching uh, Jamie's stream, uh, which uh, she's been doing, like I said, pretty frequently in between in between her uh, 
her career directional situations that she's doing now, but uh, but yeah, just maybe maybe think about that when we're looking. But that's what this series kind of is. I mean, we know pretty much everything about the current game. It still surprises us. Suddenly, a golden apple will be found, or you know, what other a floating island suspended by. Okay, that tree died. <laughs> Suspended by a water column, you know, or, or this. Like, what is this gonna be? I'll have to find out as it loads in. It's not loaded in, but it's it's going to be loaded in. Is it loaded in? Oh, okay, I'm like, that would be really weird if that was loaded in. So yeah, we're gonna check this place out. Awesome, man. Totally awesome. So yeah. Cool stuff indeed. Let's... Speaking of nostalgia, answer some questions. Not the questions, just the que this question in particular is theoretically looking at nostalgia. Answer some questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. Uh, this one is anonymous. What would 10-year-old Kurt J. Mac think of current Kurt J. Mac? I'm pretty sure 10-year-old Cone Dodger would be a little upset about the lack of current Cone Dodger being a pro race driver. I don't think this was a question from Cone Dodger. Because it wasn't, unless he's just speaking in the third person here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I can't even put myself in those shoes. Like, for instance, your uh, your favorite Farlander nephew Goober is actually now. If you remember, I recorded that video when he was seven. He's now about that age, about 10. Ow! Oh, I thought that was like a zombie that touched me or something. That was just a bad step. And I can't even put myself... Like, I'm trying to think, what was I doing at that age? Or thinking, and I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's... I... I don't know. I was probably very concerned because I just got braces. And that's incredibly frustrating experience, as I've mentioned many times, the whole braces uh, orthodonty, orthodonty <laughs> experience for Kurt J. Mack was not a pleasant one at all. Uh, nor do I think they're ever pleasant for anybody involved, but uh, especially not pleasant to me. Um, so yeah, I don't know what he, he... certainly, you know, I was playing video games back then. Nintendo, <laughs> your Nintendo, your standard NES systems or whatever. So it, it would obviously be quite a shock that somebody could grow up to then start to play video games for a living. I mean, even back then, the in well, the internet existed, air quotes, but it didn't certainly exist. It, it certainly wasn't something we had until probably almost nine years later we were a little bit we, we were late adopters oh speaking of spawners i see it so i gotta explore it even though it's not open to the world all right this one actually might be a little bit dangerous wolfie have a seat uh let's get some blocks in the bar i gotta actually bridge over to this one uh oh hello all right the block offset is making this a difficult a difficult challenge indeed all right let's make sure we're Safe-ish from that angle. 
What you got, guys? Oh, you got two spawners. That'd be hilarious if there was a golden apple in here, right? I can't place blocks. All right, let's uh, let's do this strategically. Hey, guy. It takes three hits to kill a zombie with an iron sword. All right, I think I got it all figured out. What do we got? Oh, a bunch of iron. I'll take it. Uh, I could theoretically make a TNT situation. Oh, wow, at all the iron. Yeah, I can make a TNT situation. And a couple saddles. No golden apples, but, uh, oh well. Let's get rid of some stuff we don't need. Feathers. Pink wool. No, just kidding. <laughs> golden apple. Um, yeah, I guess we can have some fun with some TNT a bit, a bit later. Uh, all right, yeah. Neat. I feel like allowing them the freedom. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. Ah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Run away. <laughs> All right. Come on, Wolfie. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was a little bit of a unique one. Oops, I left a couple of torches in there. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly couldn't say. I didn't... I don't know, when I was like 10 years old, I probably wanted to be like a fireman or something. I probably, or a baseball player even, which is strange considering my current lack of real knowledge or involvement or uh, interest in, in sports. Uh, that might have been, yeah, I mean, 10 years old is kind of about the age of going into middle school, so that was about when I was getting into... Uh, airplanes and the Air Force and stuff like that. Jets. Um, yeah, but even... I think that's about... When did, when did the original... When the original Jurassic Park came out, I became a, a dinosaur aficionado and wanted to become a paleontologist. Uh, clearly. Uh, that obviously didn't happen at all. But... Uh, yeah, I, I honestly... I don't know. I It's really difficult for me to put myself... You just walked on air, my friend. All right, let's make the elevated hidey hole here. Uh, so yeah, it's really hard for me to put myself in the. It's hard for me to put myself in my shoes six years ago, let alone twenty six <laughs> years ago or whatever. So uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's one of those tough questions. That's difficult. You know, you can't you can't ask your past self. You're not you're not in the same mindset. You're not in the same brain space or whatever but uh we're gonna go to sleep and continue walking in the morning Ooh, it's still light over there that's a that's a bright moon and awakeness watch your stepness Ooh, i got it all right all right this is apparently a floating slab of dirt that we found ourselves upon. Let's maybe be a little bit resourceful. Oh, oh this was a bad idea. Uh, this was the opposite of resourceful. Careful, Wolfie! Careful, Wolfie! Ah, oh, Wolfie. Oh, Wolfie! Alright, let's let's uh, make like a, a tree and get out of here. <laughs> They're coming through the trees! Yoink! Alright. Well, that was a mildly 
successful attempt at that. Alright, so another question here from the Ghost of Sabotage asks, what is the habit you are proudest of or and or want to break? <laughs> Can they both be the same thing? No, um... I... I don't know. I'm not really a proud person by nature. Like... I'm not like the opposite of proud, but I'm also not like... I don't feel like... Look at me! Uh, or I'm great! You know, or anything like that. I'm not prideful. Or, or boastful or anything like that. So... Uh, I mean, I guess I... I, I... I eat... Like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't eat junk or, you know, some, sometimes... Not to judge, but sometimes I see what some certain people eat. Just in general. Just general people. Not like anybody in specific. And and it's kind of like, ugh. <laughs> how, how do? How do you continue to pump blood through your veins? Or whatever. So, I, I think I eat well, and that's kind of just a habit I've, I've gotten into. We weren't really big food, foodie, fo a foodie family uh, growing up or anything like that. I mean, a lot of home-cooked meals, and if we did go out, it was rather the, the generic American stuff. Didn't do too much fast food. It was kind of like a, just a random treat, or if parents were too running late to, to, to fix up anything. Um, not really that much into the fast food. Uh, I think in general, both my parents, uh, specifically my dad, have uh, traditional <laughs> tastes in foods, as in not trying anything too exotic or, like I said, what would be considered like foodie stuff or um, both on the, the sweets and, and dessert sides of things, but also just food in general. Like, my dad is very much American food, if you can call it that. You know, your 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 burgers, your steaks, your uh, I mean, as f as far into Italian food as he'll go is just your standard spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, certainly, there's no there's no Chinese food or, or Asian foods. Involved in that. Look at this tea. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> We're being greeted by some crazy things. I, I want to like take all these things and make them screenshots. <laughs> Got this random tea here. I I could knock it down, but I kind of want to leave it. <laughs> the old tea. We found the tea. We found the tea. Now we got to find the K U R. <laughs> oh man, that's good times. I like that. Um, oh, we got more floating bits over here. Floaty bits! Woof! Wolfie likes the floaty bits. Kibbles and bits. Um, so yeah, I guess from that... I mean, I try a little bit more nowadays. I'll I'll branch out and try something unique or different, or... I'll, I'll try some uh, Spanish tapas, or... other things. Yeah, you know, I don't know, some sort of pasta or a different kind of pizza with different toppings that aren't your standard pepperoni and sausage or what you know you know uh, but just in general I think I'm pretty proud of my ability to remain healthy based on diet probably use a little bit more activity uh, you know I always thought oh, maybe I should go to a gym or do this that or the other or you know but yeah <laughs> I should probably get out and hike or whatever more find some sort of 
physical activity hobby that I could get into regularly. Uh, I don't know, I'm just not huge. I could theoretically see myself biking, but I'm not huge on biking. The stuff that requires you to have other stuff is a bit of, there's a hurdle there. Same thing with like, ooh, like kayaking would be interesting, but hey, or, or even like mountain climbing would be interesting, but then you gotta have like equipment and tools. Hiking is pretty simple because all you really need is boots and a, your, your basic backpack uh, and, and water. And as long as you're sticking to just your standard day hikes, you'll be all right. So, so hiking has that low boundary of entry. Um, but yeah, what habit would I want to break? I mean, everybody has little ticks or annoyances that they'd like to change, so I don't think I want to start to get... I don't want to start to bring everybody down and get into that list. Um, so... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, why not? Let's go with that. Thanks for the question and donation. The Ghost of Sabotage. Is this the first time we're using a boat today? I think it is. Oh, don't forget, I gotta... Make some TNT. Are we gonna do that this episode? Should we, like, whoops! Should we do it next episode for episode 555? Maybe we should hold off for some explosions in the next episode. Uh, let's see here. Oh, speaking of food! Hey, look at theme questions! Am I going the right way? Yeah, alright. We got a question here from Scorp Man 42 I was wondering if you like to cook. What is your favorite dish to cook? If not, what is your favorite dish to eat at the restaurants? I heard your dad went into the restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant and then they had to close the restaurant. <laughs> oh, Simpsons. Uh, do I like to cook? It's not one of my hobbies. I don't suppose I, you know, like I don't see, I don't go on Pinterest and see a bunch of recipes. I don't know why I've developed the list. This is my Pinterest voice. Uh, you know, I don't look up some crazy recipes to to make or this, that, or the other. I, I stick with the basics. Um, your your stir fries is something new that I've been doing a lot of. Just chop up a bunch of junk and throw it in a big old wok that I have and stir fry it up with some rice. Um, but yeah, I do. I I I, I cook. I don't mind cooking, uh, but I don't like cook. You know, I don't. Ooh, let's get this salmon thing and put it on a cedar plank, you know. I like to cook, I kind of like to cook out. Uh, there's a little bit of a hassle regarding that, I guess, but cooking out on the grill. I suppose some people think it's like the opposite of a hassle because you're not in the kitchen or whatever, but eh, I don't know. Uh, the, there's some preparation and setup time and, and very specific foods. Um, baking is alright, too. I did a carrot, carrot cake. There's a gluten-free carrot cake mix I was given. And I actually had to, like, buy carrots and, and shave them down with, like, one of those cheese grater boards or whatever. That was that was a little bit more intense. I was hoping I could just... Can you just buy the the carrot shavings? You might be able to, uh, but I, I personally couldn't find them. There's little matchstick carrots, but those are too big for carrot cake. That turned out all right. Baking is, is all right. Um, what is your favorite food at restaurants? That depends on the restaurant, really. I've had, uh, it's always nice to find a really good burger. Burger! I did mention that for my last birthday, my dad was in town. 
We did go to a steakhouse, speaking of American food and steak, and their specialty at this particular place was plastered all over the menu that it was the, the ribeye, 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 and I've never had ribeye. I always just kind of stick with the safe, oh, I'll get the, the sirloin or, or, or filet or whatever, but ribeye, ribeye. So I'm like, all right, I'll try the ribeye. Uh, I'd never had it before, and uh, that was probably the best steak that I've ever had of anything. And, you know, the ribeye is a lot more tender and, and fatty and, and uh, juicy, and they prepare it like super rare. <laughs> and, uh, but that, that was excellent. So that was probably, in the last year, probably one of the best meals I could think of that I've had. Uh, and then since then, now when I go to steak places, I always start to look at their ribeyes first as opposed to the 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 standard standbys the standbys not the ribeyes the ribeyes um so yeah no but i don't have a favorite per se like i said don't go to too many fancy places can't really with the gluten free situation can't really try too much uh you know i did like italian places and whatever but that really limits me now i mean there are places that oh there are italian places that oh yeah we have the the gluten-free noodles just uh, will substitute it for whatever you want, but then it's always, it's always some weird. It's the the weird spiral noodle. It's not like a spaghetti or a, uh, uh, you know, I like the stringy noodles. The the angel hair, your your standard long, tiny cylindrical tube pasta. I don't know if there's a particular category of pasta to put that in, but usually when you go to a restaurant and you get a gluten-free pasta, it's usually the little. The bow ties or the spirals or something like that. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there nowhere around here? If I was over there, I could to get a, a panoramic window. Dang it! I did not set this up properly. Oh well, I guess no window tonight. I'm getting spoiled. It's like somebody who travels first class and then can't travel coach anymore. But uh, yeah, I think that wraps that up. And uh, I do believe the next question is not about food, so that's all right for the next episode. We don't have to stick with a theme. But keep going to farlandsorbus.com. Oops. To uh, donate to Child's Play Charity. I did not mean to break that block. My mouse seems off. Like, not accurate. Uh, I could have accidentally... Did I press the sensitivity button? No. All right. Hmm. I might have, that, that might have been the problem. I might have plugged it into the wrong USB port because I did unplug it and plug it into the new computer to get that up and running. So maybe that's what I did. I need to have like a diagram of what goes into what USB port. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, farlandsandbus.com. Keep donating to Child's Play Charity. Help us get to that $60,000 goal for season six. And uh, look. Yeah, look at this. Sorry, I'm gonna. I just like started the episode by saying we shouldn't be bad mouthing the new versions of the game, but I had a problem yesterday in Twitch Tuesday doing the uh, Minecraft bingo and also the UHCs because I kept misclicking. Like, you know, you click buttons and you're like, oh, I wanna put this in here, but then it like pops out and uh, it doesn't go where you think it's gonna go. I'm doing fine here in this version, so they definitely indeed changed something. Uh, and I, I swear it has to be when they added the touchscreen controls uh, to the game. Careful with that now. And uh, 
I feel like ever since that update, whatever update it was, it was like 1.2 full release or 1.3 or something like that. I remember that happening and like being suddenly like, what? what something's screwy with my click in here. But yeah, it's so easy in this version. See, I like completely missed the box there and it still went in. Yeah, I clicked way out here. Yeah, how, how close can you click? Oh, you just have to hit the border and it goes in. Yeah, now there's only like a five little pixel radius that you can click. If you like click over here, it'll go nowhere. Huh. Yeah, something, something changed. Something changed, I tell you. And maybe it's just because I play Far Lands of Bust, I'm used to this version or whatever, but... Something, something ain't right. Something ain't right with that boy. Uh, so, yeah. Farlandsbust.com. That's about the fourth time I've mentioned that in the last three minutes. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, if you're a patron of mine in the uh, the patron server tier, keep an eye on the patron posts because I am going to post some stuff there. I did get a server. I just have to kind of set it up uh, to get it up and running. And we're going to run some tests definitely at first. So, like, uh, you guys get to help me out with, with testing it and whatever. So keep an eye on that stuff. And I appreciate that support there. And uh, I appreciate uh, you appreciating uh, this episode of Farlands of Bust. I'm assuming if you've gotten this far uh, through all of my ramblings that you appreciate it. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> Oh, look at this! <laughs>